Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Labora Lee, a.k.a. Cat Lee. <laughs> Meow. Um, listen, you might hear my fan a little bit tonight, but that I'm I'm okay with the fan in the background, especially because there's a party going on um, a few yards away from me, and they're jamming and having a good time, which I don't mind that at all. Like, I'm not even that kind of neighbor to, like, really care about that kind of... They have a good time. You know what I mean? Now, who is disagreeing with the situation is my dog, Cricket. She's not having it. She don't like when people have parties in the neighborhood at all. Like, this is not her cup of tea. She's just not with it. But, um, yeah, so I figure why cut my fan off and be, like, bacon, um... And you're going to hear all of the shenanigans anyway. So anyway, today, 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 today is a, a one of those cute days. It's a cute day because I haven't done one of these in a while. I've been doing Wired Wednesdays, which was adding a little bit of media spice to our life. But this one day, Wednesday, sorry, this Wednesday is we're bringing back another wet Wednesday. I will be flopping between what type of subjects we're bringing on Wednesdays because sometimes it's not always about, you know, being in the wet kind of mood, but today it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's time for one of those discussions. And what brought on this discussion is me just, you know, having a... I think I'm one of those heavy thinkers. I think a lot. I have a lot on my mind. Sometimes people will be like, oh, like, what is wrong with you? You're different. I'm not different. I'm thinking. I am an overthinker and I cannot help it. Um, where that brings me troubles, I would say, in the relationship department. But we'll get to that in, in, in a second. Um, so anyway, welcome to the show. Like I said, my name is Labora Lee, a.k.a. Catley. Um, thank you for tuning into this podcast. You didn't have to, but you are. So thank you so much. Um, today's episode, we're going to get into a, a few other things, but basically what your forties look like when you get older, when you, well, no, not just your forties, what your thirties look like. So I'm going to take y'all on a little journey through my, my life and my situation, but also, throw some other spicy facts and tea in there for you as well because that's something that we should you know what I mean like a lot of people don't have discussions about it it's just like okay I'm in my 40s now what so I want to get on that I want to talk about that today um because you know either way I feel like you should still get a popping personally I do now I'm looking at two cameras. There's one camera that I've already explained this. I don't even feel like I should have to explain it anyway. Um, remember that everything on this podcast is alleged. We don't know. We weren't there. Um, if if and when I decide to play music, um, I have full permission via the artist who created the songs. Um, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Um, it's very vital, very important. It helps us, you know, progress a great deal. Um, and you can find us YouTube, Facebook, IG too. We're, we're everywhere, so whatever. Um, join the conversation. Do not 
forget to, uh, you know, drop a comment, say something, you know. If you agree with what I'm saying, let me know you agree. If you disagree, let me know you disagree. And that's cool. If I stand on it, I stand on it, though. I don't think you can do much changing of how I feel about it, but whatever. Um, You can download this podcast on all streaming sites. I will explain that in a few seconds as well. Um, And if you want to come on the show, you know, I'll be dropping the email address a little later, but ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Again, ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. So let's get it. Let's get into this, this first, this first, first bit of salaciousness. Now, what made drew me to this conversation is I am a woman of my 40s. I'm 42. I will be 43 very soon. I will be 43 in September. Um, Personally, to be honest with you, I feel like I'm at an all-time high for my sex drive. Like, I, at 42, going on 43, I personally want to be with my spouse all of the time. I do. Um, but, you know, for each, to each his own, different people feel different ways. So I want to tap into that. Like, um, I want to get into uh, perhaps some things that we could do to make it better. I'm going to give a few little gaudy stories of mine that will maybe help you understand what type of person I am and why the, I feel like your sex life is very important to keeping your youth. Um, oh, you know what? I'm going to do that in a second. But um, yeah, I've, it, it'll, it, it, it all comes together. In the end, I like I don't want you guys to think I'm just some horny old lady. No, it's, it's deeper than what you think. And I'll explain it to you in a few shakes. But first, I have to. Oh, no, everything's falling. First things first, I have to pay the bills. They don't get paid for me sitting on my ass and acting like I don't have things to do more explaining about this kind of stuff will come later. Check this out. Oh my gosh, really? Hold on, y'all. Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. All right, I fully support the people over there at Fiverr. I think that they do an amazing thing by outs- helping you find some outsourcing. Um, not all things you are able to outsource. So sometimes it's better to have a team that you, that you know is reliable. But for small projects, I definitely recommend going to Fiverr to get the job done. And for an inexpensive um, way of doing so. So check them out. The link is in the description, depending on how you're watching it above or below. So let's get to the tea. Let's get to the tea. So in order to get really deep into this conversation, I figured a few things. One is I need to do the research on um, from, for different people in different areas, different demographics. That was one thing. Two, 
um, I had to incorporate a little bit of myself into the subject matter because we can't, like, I'm a person that would be within the study if I had done the study myself, but this is a bona fide study. Um, so, but how do I feel? What, what makes, you know what I mean? Like what triggers me? Um, why I felt this situation was very important to me was because a lot of people don't understand. It's just one thing to like having sex, which I do. Let's never get that twisted. I, I quite enjoy it. Um, but two, there are a lot of health benefits that come along with having a, a healthy sex life, right? I spoke about this many times on this podcast, which is why we came up with the original concept of Wet Wednesday in the first place. Um, so then I thought about it. That's why I really have these conversations with you guys is because I really want everybody to understand like we're getting older. So whatever we can do to um, improve our lifespan, why not? I do know that that's a very healthy activity if it's done within the correct form of doing it. What I mean by the correct form of doing so is at our age, we shouldn't be, or our ages, because the ages range, we shouldn't just be out there acting like we in our 20s in the first place. You feel me? Um, so the first point I'm giving you about myself at this point, I don't want to get to know new people. It's very hard. Like, I, I'm cool with, I'm, like, I have associates and people that I'm cool with. But as far as, like, people in my immediate circle, I really don't want to get to know new people. I don't want to have to relearn people all over again. I just don't want to have to do that. And why do that if I'm in my child is having the time of her life? If I'm in a solid situation, I don't really have to do all that. I'm good. Like, I just can focus on the shit that I got going on right there. Right there. Um, I don't want to go through the whole process. I don't, I don't want to do any of that. Like, I want to just be in a solid stationary point, um, place in my life. And that means with my spouse, you know, with, with the things that I'm doing with my career, with my parenting skills, I just want to be at a place where I understand the balance. I am a Libra for goodness sakes. I need balance. Um, so with that being said, having a sex, a healthy sex life for me is a part of that balance. Like I need everything to be on one accord. I do understand that other people have, you know, things that they have going on in their lives and you can't, you know, sometimes you might be in the mood and your spouse might not be in the mood, but let's get to these um, statistics first before we jump into all of that. Like I would like to do that. Um, so these statistics are about how frequent, how frequent um, people and their, you know, what age ranks and, you know, how frequent they have a sexual relation, you know, sexual relations. Sorry, I just dropped my um, one of my mice. So anyway, um, I'm going to give you a small percentage and then we'll, we'll tap into other parts of this. So when they ask married couples how often they had sex, most of them said about one 
one and a half times per me. Um, so one and a half times per week. Um, cohabitating couples, men and couples that live together but aren't necessarily married about 1.6 times per week, dating about 1.1 times per week, and unpartnered about 0.3 times per week. I can go with these numbers because, you know, like I said, it, it all depends on your situation. But let's get to the, finish these statistics. So st um, statistics on average number of times couples have sex per week. So 25% of um, Americans had sex weekly. 19% um, of Americans had sex twice to thrice times per week. 17% um, of Americans had sex once a month. 16% of Americans had sex twice to thrice each week. 10% of Americans didn't have sex in the past year. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get to that in a second. And 7% of um, American adults had sex one to two times in the last year. And 5% of Americans had sex for more four or more times per week. Now, let me dig into that. Let me tell you why I said, like those statistics specifically were were important to me. Hold on. They are important to me because one is I kind of get to analyze whether or not I'm a crazy person. Let me put my phone down. Like, am I a crazy person because of how I want my sex life to look? To ideally, I want my sex life to look like I, I I've said this a million times. When I'm in a, a, a relationship with a person, my intention is to build a future with this person and have a legacy with this person, and you know try to you know come to a ground where we are in the same space in the same you know what I mean, but grow old together have an old, you know what I mean? Like, I want that old love. I want to sit on a porch and just be chilling. You know what I mean? Maybe smoking something, you know, you know something. But, you know what I mean? Like, chilling, rocking in our rocking chairs. The kids come by to say, see us. They bring the grandkids. We kick it with them. We have a good time with them. All right, we're kicking them out. We're going to do what we do. And, yeah, we old, but we rocking out to the end. This is what I want. And I don't want to become those that old couple that does not have a healthy and active sex life. That's just not for me. So these 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 um, statistics here, it was interesting because it's a lot of people that fall under un, under different guidelines in, in this situation. Like I would probably say, um. Now, on a good, on a good, I'm um, about within the 16th percentile of Americans, which means they and they had sex three to um three two to three times per week. That's on a good week. You feel me? Um, sometimes things happen, though, and I think that's very um important for others to understand. You know, like, especially when you get older and you got things going on. Sometimes it doesn't um happen like that. But then the the next best would be, I guess, for me. Um, oh no, I'm not gonna say that one. I would say once a week. Um, that's on bad, you know what I mean? Like, 
So I would just say I would fall in the 25th um, percentile on that one. But that's on a bad week. And I'm like, that's bad, like when things are really, really chaotic and there's a lot of things going on. Um, but I do believe it's not, I don't think, I will say this, a lot of people that fit in certain percentiles are unhappy. That plays a part in their unhappiness. That plays a part of their um, ability to to main, maintain a certain lifestyle, like of a healthy lifestyle, so to speak. I, I really believe that. Like to be honest, but and so that's why that's very important to me because you do these things. One, it's good exercise. Um, it stimulates certain parts of your brain, which I've spoken on that before. Um, so it's, it's some things that go on in your brain and that that handles. Um, like I said, it's just and then you relieve stress. It's a lot of good benefits to having a healthy sex life. Not saying go out here and just be some horny horn dog and you know what I mean, linking up with people. Nah, that's not what we want to do. But you know, just having an active sex sex life hurts no one. I can promise you this. Um, so let's get into some other fun statistics. So um, sex, sex um, well, statistics on sex frequency between people ages 50 and up. Because this is what I'm saying. Like a lot of people get it twisted. They Once you get a certain age, then you can't have a great sex life. I don't understand that, but whatever. Let's get to the statistics. On average, people who are between 50 and 80 years old have sex two times a month. I'm going to need to bump them numbers up. I can't be living like that. Um, 37% of individuals aged 50 through 80 were reported not having sex anymore, period. Mm, I don't want to be in that percentile either. Um, 27% said that they had sex at least once per month. Uh, maybe if I'm in my 80s. Um, 14 of the singles in the group um, were 50 to 80 years old said that they were down to have sex with the first date. Because they ain't getting it like that. Like, of course they are. Um, 30% of the singles in the same group stated that they had had sex within the first three dates. Because, listen, this again goes to, like, I don't want to be that kind of older person. Like, I don't. Um, so let's go to men. Um, who had sex. Oh, let's see. Statistics on American men who had sex with someone in public spaces. And it looks just just about exactly how I expected it to look. Right? So 45.4% of American men had sex with someone in a public space in their life. I believe that, y'all. Like, I do. I believe it because I've taken part in some of this nonsense and I believe it because men are freaky. It's not a bad thing, but they're freaky. Um, so 6% of American men have had sex in the public place in the past year, and 1.5% stated that they had sex in public in the last month. Listen, these statistics are real. There's some questions that needed to be asked, but... um. Let's see, statistics of, on 
the intercourse rates among single and married persons in the United States. Okay, so here's where we want to get to it right here. And let me tell you, this is another reason why I can't be out here searching and having new, like, nah, I need some stability because this is very important. All right, so listen to this. 18 married couples, 18 to 24, they say they have sex about 79, 79.4% 79 of the time. Um, 25 to 29, 93.2% of the time. 30 to 39, 90.2% of the time. Um, 40 to 49. Now, remind you, I told you I'm in my 40s, and this is this is why this is very important to me. Um, 83.3% of the time. Now, I feel like I might be like, and like physically, I feel in shape, so I can go with the we can we can raise them numbers over here but you know it is what it is 50 to 59 years old 67.6 percent of the time 60 um to 69 years old 53.7 percent of the time all of these people are marrying old um over 73 years old 31.9 percent now single people we know they just be Happen, but the numbers are crazy, crazy much lower than um those of married couples. But eighteen to twenty four, that's twenty eight point six percent of the time. Twenty five to twenty nine, twenty six point two percent of the time. Thirty to thirty nine, ten ten point five percent of the time. Forty nine, um, forty to forty nine years old, seven point five percent of the time. Fifty to 59 years old, 5% of the time, 60 to 69, 4.3%, and over 70, 0%. Listen, there are some things that I don't want to do, especially if I'm, I'm in a marriage, um, which is, and I think we're going to leave this, those statistics there, but especially if I'm in a marriage, like I don't want to be in one of those marriages that is just like no physical contact. I, I was in a marriage like that before and it didn't uh, turn out too hot. Like it wasn't too good. I, you know, nobody wants to feel neglected. Um, nobody. So once that starts to take hold, you know, sometimes the, the spark is gone. So one thing that I can say when you're up in age, especially once you get to your like 30s, if, if you find somebody that, you decide that that's the person that you want to rock with is one thing to always be mindful of is that you have to pay that person the same amount of attention that you want them to pay you. You feel me? Like it's a two way street. Nobody puts in more work than the other, other person, but you know, you can't tell some people um, that so they don't get it. But let's get in some, some tips really quick. Um, hold on one second, you guys. It's looking up ugly over here, but a lot of times people are okay. I forgot about that. A lot of times people don't understand that part. Um, that is a two way street, baby. You gotta know, you know what I mean? So, some one, all right, so let's get to things you need to know about being an older person and having a healthy sex life. You have to put in the work. You have to communicate. Both the man and the woman have to, one, have the chemistry and the desire and the arousal for one another, but 
you you both gotta it's both about both of you putting in the work you know what i mean like you can't get lazy at some point now sometimes ladies i get it and especially if you do a lot of work um sometimes you want to be a little lazy and sometimes you just want but you can't you gotta remember that you gotta keep the flame so you can't get too lazy with it and then if you feel like it's coming then um just reassess um so you may be a bit wilder in the sex um it's been a running running myth about women in their 40s um you know they always say we're in our prime once we hit like our 40s and things like that and we get wilder and we want more of it i don't know that mine came with me necessarily um with age, I've always been very, like, I've, I'll say this all the time, I've always been very sexually free. Like, I've always been like, all right, if this is what I want to do, this is what I, I want to do, and nobody's going to stop me from doing it, which is why I can admit that I've had some outside experiences. I've had outside, um, I mean, if you, public, well, yeah, parking space yeah i've had sex in public places so yeah I, there are things if i like it i I just like it and just what it is what it is um i have my limits you feel me but i can't say that it all came when i was in my 40s like in my 40s i just got freaky and no, i think i think i was always freaky and then in my 40s Maybe I agree, but disagree. I was always freaky, but in my 40s, maybe it just heightened a little bit. You know what I mean? Now it's things that I want and I desire, um, and I and I know it, but I'm an older woman now, so I kind of understand a lot more about my body than I did when I was in my 20s and maybe some of my 30s. Um, so, yeah. Did I get a little bit wilder in the sack? I don't know. I could say that. I could just say that, you know, whatever strikes the court at that time, like whatever, we playing the guitar, baby, it's just what it is. You know what I mean? But um, paying attention to your heart health. I really do believe in exercising highly um, because that helps with your libido. Um, I walk every day. I try to take, I try to hit five miles every day. Can't always hit them, but, you know, for the most part, I try to. And one thing about walking, something as simple as walking, it helps with your heart health. Um, I count my heart points every day just to see how many, you know what I mean, like, I really actually put in. Usually, they I, they only require, like, 150 per week. I'll go above and beyond. It'll be way, way, way over the, the limit. Um you know, sometimes there'll come a time where it gets a little dry and, like, maybe you're not on one accord. I don't even know why that happens, but it happens to a lot of people. Um, sometimes it happens, and just you just got to understand it. That doesn't mean that your partner doesn't want you. That doesn't mean that you don't want your partner. Just sometimes, you know, you both go through and have these moments where it gets a little sex stagnant and that's okay 
But I also believe that you should communicate about that. And I know that's a very hard um, conversation for a lot of people to have. Like, oh, I got to sit down and I got to have this conversation with my spouse about why we can't connect or why we, you know what I mean? Like why we can't come together. Nobody wants to have that conversation, but it is a very important conversation to have um, because like, how do you, how does your partner know if like you're not having that conversation with how do they that they supposed to know what you know what they what you might need or you know I'm like how do you know what they might need? It's just very intricate. This older sex life. That's why it always has to be bound balanced. But let's have a quick commercial break, really quick. I want to um, play this commercial really quick. For those who are listening, you can't see it, so I'll just tell you what it is. For those listening, I'm going to take some water, drink some water, and then I'll play that while I'm drinking my water. But on June the 25th, we are sitting down with Ju- Judith Maynard. Um, she has a wonderful book that I would like her to tell us about. Um, she took her time to write a message for us to receive. So we're going to get deeper, dive right deeper into this book to find out what she is trying to teach us and tell us. Um, so that is June the 25th. I'm going to take a quick quarter break. So those watching, this is what you see you're seeing right now. If I can, oh my gosh, this is driving me crazy. Hold on. I need a little, little bit of water, a little H2O um, in my system so we can dive a little deeper. So, yeah, be here. Tune in June the 25th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It'll be on Facebook Live. It'll be on YouTube Live as well. Um, we got some other things to discuss as well, but we're going to keep this show running a little bit. Um, so there are some things that you can do to ensure that you will have a phenomenal, um, healthy, active sex life within your forties. All of these tips are, um, you know what I mean? Like all of these tips are very valid and they explain everything. So one thing is getting serious about your health. That's not saying get skinnier or pick up more weight. That's just saying, think about the things that stop you from being your best best you, stop your stamina, um, decreases your libido. Like, think about these things. And, like, hitting the gym is cool. You don't have to always have to hit the gym. You can just work out, find your own workout routine. But whatever the situation is, get get better about your health. Um, because it's, nothing's going to be, you know what I mean, 
all good if you don't. Secondly, making sure that you know STIs and STDs are very um, common with us as a people. They are something, you know, it's just, it happens. But at the same time, it doesn't have to happen. One, that's another reason why I'm telling y'all, like, in your 40s, you definitely should not have time to be out here busting it too loose with every Tom, Dick, and Harry or every Susie, Michelle, and, 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 like, because STIs and STDs are very common for people of the older generation as well. And don't ever get it twisted. You might not have had it before, but it can happen to you. I personally, if I got anything right about now, I would know who my source is because I don't have other partners. I just have that partner. Now, if anything comes back to me, if I catch anything, then I know he's been doing his duck dizzle. And then that's two different conversations that we have to have. But you know what I mean? Like um, maybe three or four. But the, the point is, it's just like you can't be out here with everybody doing what you do. So staying in touch, staying on top, make, getting checked, making sure you don't have any um, anything is very, very vital to you having the greatest sex life of your life in your 40s. Don't freak out about performance issues. Sometimes you're not always going to be, you know what I mean, like, moving like you used to because because you are becoming an, an older person. But finding situations where everybody is comfortable. You feel me? That's where it is. Like you don't some some things just don't work out. Sometimes your body is just too worn down that you just can't really it's okay. It's just being in touch with what it is. Um I with gents and I'm sorry to to, to put y'all on the spot. A lot of times men of the older years will mistake them not being able to perform like one or twice to erectile dysfunction. One is make sure you get checked. Make sure you go get checked. That's very important to you having a sex, a healthy sex life. Um, but everything is not erectile dysfunction. Maybe it's some stress that's playing a part. You know what I'm saying? Like it's other things, but it don't always have to lead to that. So you don't always have to just jump and be like, oh, I need some Viagra. No, that's not true. Um, ladies, do cackles. But if you only if you ain't out here living wild and, and all that stuff, should be tight anyway. But doing cackles keeps um, you know, things tight down there and all that good stuff. Again, I don't have multiple partners. I have one partner. Um, I do do cackles, but I also just keep it keep it tight you know what I mean keep it tight I'm not giving it to anybody else he's the only person that's going to receive it right now that's how I feel um foreplay oh foreplay foreplay um and 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 listen even in the foreplay department there's things that you can learn about your partner believe it or not right there in that moment um because you do have, and foreplay comes in many forms, and we've talked about foreplay. We will talk about foreplay again later on, but like even like in the foreplay part of it, you can hear what your partner is asking for, 
and then you can kind of tighten it up and try to conform to what it is that they need. But listening is very important in, in the foreplay area. Like those times where ladies, he's telling you like, go fast or do it, do it, do it like this or do it like that. You don't take it personal. Take it as, all right, he's showing me how he need to be pleased. Fellas, I know y'all hate, just right there, right there, right there, almost there, you almost there. <laughs> Again, she's telling you how she needs to be pleased, but that's how you keep it popping in those um older years. Lubrication is very important. I don't think people understand, because your body is, when you get older, your body, things change. Um I think that we need to, as women, understand it's okay that we need some lubrication. That's how we keep it popping. Um, and fellas, if you don't have, you don't want to go out to buy lubrication. You don't want to help her in her situation. Eat it. That's what I'm gonna say to that. Eat it. Um, seven. Keep sex spontaneous in the long-term relationships. Do things, different things. Go places. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, just do things. Have sex in public. Um, play with toys. Um, you know, it's different things that you can do. You, If you're comfortable with that, add another person in there. You just have to. It's very, very tricky in that lane. So just know that if you step over there, it's some things that you got to consider before you do it, but it's definitely some things that you have to consider after you do it because it, it lingers in your mind for a while, a long, long time. It lingers. Um, so be careful with that. But if you're comfortable with that, do that too. You feel me? But just make it fun. And sometimes you could just be spontaneous with each other, like just how you perform doing those situations can blow somebody's mind. You feel me? Um, don't be afraid to go a little crazy. Don't be afraid to just let it all hang out and go go ham. You feel me? Don't be afraid of that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I think we all get a little scared sometimes. And so what? All right, let me um play this next commercial because I don't want to leave this one off. This next commercial I'm about to play for those listening who cannot hear. I am interviewing um, Mr. J. Phone Carter again and this time he's he's going to come through. He's brought through. I'm a gentleman, a gentleman by the name of K. Mac Knoxville who is a very dope MC. Comes from my old neighborhood. Um, him and Mr. Carter have a long-standing um, dope producer and artist ship situation. And so I'm going to talk to them at the same time. This should be fun. Um, but here, if you're listening, the mu- some of the music is playing. If you're watching, then you'll see all the logistics, but I'll get back to it. One, two, one, two. Yeah. Yo, yo. You can hear me. What up, nigga? Hey yo, Matt. Yeah. What up, Unc? Let's get on now, Unc. Tip real quick, you feel me? Alrighty. Show these niggas what's up, yo. Yeah. What's the word? Hope they see the hand forward, hit the lab when I'm bored. Overseas fan base keep on asking for more. Wife shop till she drops, she got bags on the floor. Swipe my car, give me cash back at the corner store. Don't go playing with the. 
All right, I'm back. So anyway, as well, like any other smoke break that I'm, I have, that will be at 9.30, um, June the 29th. Um, yeah, 9.30, June the 29th. Um, both gentlemen will be on the panel. We will talk to them and get some insight about what's going on with this Unk album. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, and some other things. If you have questions, feel free to write into the show and let me know what you want me to ask, and I ask it. Uh, so what else is going on? I'm trying to think about everything that's going on right now, but those two things are happening. June the 25th, we got Judith Maynard um, and talking about her book. And then on June the 29th, we have Jay Funk Carter and K. Mac Knoxville talking about this project. So I'm very, very excited about what's going on lately. Um, where we at on time? Mm, I got a show love too, so I'm not going to linger. Now, I just want to talk about this just a little bit more because I feel like it's very, very important for us to have some understanding. Sex in your 20s is like, yeah, it's a lot more spontaneous. You're a lot freer with the things that you you choose to do, unfortunately. Um, but you're having fun. And I think that's the bigger part of it. Um, you're having fun. You you live a lot freer. You're a lot um, less guarded with what is your temple. And that goes to you too, fellas. It's like in your 20s, you're just like, I'm whatever, I'm doing whatever the hell ever I want to do. And nobody's going to stop me because I'm a rebel without a cause. Like, that's how you living in your 20s. Now, when you get to your 30s, you get a little bit more mindful. And you're like, hold up. Now, let me just tell you, I did not have my child until I reached my 30s. And so that's kind of like when I, I started like, hold, hold up. You feel me? Like, you know, hold till. Um, so yeah, and, and the crazy part about that, well, no, I was a lot more guarded in my 20s, some of my 20s anyway, because a major part of my 20s, I was in a major relationship, like from 24 to, let's see, 20, no, I want to say 30, 31, I was in a, I don't know, maybe a little bit old, no, 30, 31, because my daughter I had my daughter when I was 32. So I say when I was 30. So from 24 to 30, six years, I was in a, a fully committed relationship. Now, whether it was happy or not, in the beginning, it was fun. It was spontaneous, but that hit part of my 20s. It was spontaneous at times. And then it wore off and then it was not happy and it wasn't regular and it wasn't what I needed it to be. Um, and then the other chaos that surrounded everything else, like it, it was tragic. So part of my twenties, it just it wasn't like woohoo, just have fun. Now, the, after I left that relationship, which was in my early thirties, um, I was having fun. I was living my life. Now, what shut that down was that um, I happened to hang out with a friend who was a friend of mine for many, many years, but we never had. We never bumped uglies or none of that kind of stuff. We was just cool. But this particular night, we had a good time and we bumped some uglies. 
on the motorcycle people outside. We did have a um a, a moment and you know, one thing led to another and then next thing you know, a little while later on I'm pregnant. And so we tried to make that work for years and I was in that relationship and I was I was very monogamous to the relationship, but he wasn't, but the sex wasn't the sex drive wasn't there. We weren't I'll say sexually compatible. Um, and then I had a few little small tidbit relationships. The sex was good, but they weren't in it. They weren't, you know what I mean? They didn't, you feel me? They weren't there. They weren't in it for the long haul. And with me, I, as you can see, I had a, <laughs> I was married for a long time. I dealt with my daughter's father till about, till she was about four. Um, and then from there, and now she's about to turn 11. So this just tells you a little bit. I had a few little situations in between there. Um, well, with the off and on with her father until she was four, because we didn't have like full, like a full straight relationship, but we tried. Um, and then I had some good times, but they were just good, that, just good times. They weren't like the chemistry wasn't there. It was just like the chemistry sexually was there but the chemistry beyond it being anything more than that wasn't there i don't think that everybody understood the assignment at the time and it shit happens and then comes my mr of right now um whom i've been with for i've been rocking with him for a minute now like a nice long minute now but i'm gonna tell you i, I again i said i'm gonna give you a little bit of tidbits of my life and I'm going to hurry up and do this real quick. The chemistry was there. Not only was the chemistry there, the sex was good on both parts. Like we did things. Now do I think after being together for a while now, sometimes we have our moments. We, yeah, you feel me? Um, I'm always open to like trying to figure out what's the next thing we could do to keep it spicy. Um, and he, I can say he's like that too. You feel me? Like, I can honestly say that. Um, but I don't know what's happening with this monitor over here. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Now, I'm hoping that's sex in my 40s. That's right now. I'm hoping that, you know, 50s and 60s and 70s is still popping. That's what I hope for, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Um, it's moments that this dude, oh, my gosh. It's taking me to another level. It's just little things that he did, not necessarily the sex part that, um, you know, took it there. But there are moments where I feel like, Jesus, it's just little things right before the sex that just make it everything. You be like, what the hell? But at the, time, at the same time, you like, yeah, daddy, you feel me? This is, this is what I like. I like when you go you get into these these little moments where I just don't know what's about to happen. I like it. I'm all for that type of situation. So, yeah. Um, I ain't going to give y'all too much, but this moments, boy. Like, I, I, I can admit that sometimes I could be quite the tease. I don't know what is happening on this computer right now. So, I'm going to have to go in another kind of way, but it's all good. But it's moments that... um. I just say like this, there's moments where 
we'll just be kicking and I'm like I can be a little bit playful and especially when I want what I want. I can go into those moments where I'm just like, all right, let me see how far I can get or what I can do so he can give me that thing. You feel me? <laughs> and there's little things that I do playing around and he he turn that right back around on me and I'll be like, Thank you, Jesus. But you know, that's my spouse. Like I said, it's not going to be a moment where um, I got a question like, okay, um, what did I do? I never, I don't ever have to question what I did. If anything, if I ever was to re- receive any kind of S- um, STI, I know exactly where it came from because I don't, I ain't with that sharing myself with a whole bunch of people. Like I'm good with that space because it's, it's the, the energy is there. The chemistry is there. Um, the action feels great. The action of having sex with this person feels amazing. I don't really have to go for I don't got to search for anything else. And I like it like that. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's just what it is. Um, I can't go into story time like I wanted to because we're running low on time. But let me show love. So I'm about, to, I'm about to show love to all the countries that um, show love to us, but specifically at the top of the list, these people I'm naming right now really show up and show out when it comes to this podcast. They do not play, and I appreciate them so much for it, the United States. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for coming through, checking this podcast like you do. And, um, you're just sticking by my side, and I appreciate you for that. France. Yes, baby. I love you guys. I see you and I appreciate you so much, France. Y'all are loving on me like nobody else would know but me. But I know that y'all love on me. I have the um, reports. So I know. I know y'all loving on me and I appreciate that. The United Kingdom. Same thing to you guys as well. I see you loving on me. So I'm going to love on you too, boo. Thank you for showing me love. Germany. You as well. Thank you for coming through and checking. You don't have to keep coming back, but you do, and I appreciate you for that. India, I see you, blues. I see you as well trying to creep on the come up and come through with the, the, the downloads. I love you. Thank you for doing that. Brazil, the Netherlands, Singapore, South Africa, Spain. Yes, I'm not done. Um, the Philippines, Belgium. Australia, Japan, yes, Japan, I see you, and I appreciate you. Mexico, I see you. Ireland, I see you too. Nepal, Mauritius, Israel, Canada, yes, I love you. You guys, thank you so much, but not only them, not only them. Hold on, let me put this down, because it ain't only them. There's more people on that list. That was just the part that I wanted to get through. Um, I'm not going to do cities tonight. I 